Welcome to episode three of Scouting the Cities. This time we've got John Scherf, Scherfy, Scherf, whatever you want to call him, uh, videographer here at the University of St. Thomas, videographer just in general, of course. Um, he, he does a lot of sports videography, but he doesn't want to limit himself to that. He also makes educational videos on YouTube recently, so check those out, um, and you'll hear about all that stuff and all the stuff that he does in today's episode. Um, how I met Scherf or John or Sherfy, whatever you want to call him. He's at Sherfy on Instagram and social media underscore at the end there. Um, but how I met Sherf, he started working for the University of St. Thomas's athletic department, uh, which I've worked at for a few years now. Um, and he started through filming games for our live stream. So whether he was top camera or he was typically down by the glass in the cold at St. Thomas Ice Arena. Um, and he was, he was following the game that way. So if players coming into uh, the corner of the boards, you'd get that uptight shot. You'll see it in the uh, NHL playoffs these days if you're watching. But if you're not, um, this is what it is. So Scherf started off doing that, and then he eventually grew more and more and started filming games himself with a camera in his hand, you know, he's not holding the tripod anymore. So, um, so Scherf started doing that and making game recaps for St. Thomas basketball, hockey, and everything in between. You'll hear him talk a lot about that. His growth throughout the last year and a half has been amazing to watch. And he's found, you know, what he loves to do, whether it is these sports recaps or making short films, doing um, scene reenactments. Um, and, and you'll see some of these clips throughout the episode. I've got them put in there so that you get a sense of uh, John Scherf's work. Uh, he's very talented, and it was super fun to talk to him. Um, it was a great time. Of course, one of my good friends. So, you know, it was easy to talk to. So, but without further ado, here's episode three, Scouting the Cities. Enjoy. Okay. So we got the king, world famous videographer, John Scherf here. Um, University of St. Thomas student. Um, why don't you just give a rundown of what it is you do in, in terms of videography work? Yeah. So, I mean, I do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Primarily, I'm known for doing sports videos uh, for St. Thomas. Yeah and freelancing in that area but i also have done uh weddings some car videos short films music content a whole lot of yeah a lot of everything you know yeah so where did it all start like what what kind of was your first were you a little kid like messing around on iMovie and stuff or kind of yeah so it actually started um i think i was about sixth grade and i was making lego stop motion videos on my ipad so that was yeah, that's where it began. They're still somewhere on YouTube. I'm not saying where. Yeah, they yeah. are. What? So what? Were, what were like the type of videos? Like what? Like what was like? Did you have one there where there's like a storyline to it all? For the Lego. Yeah, ones? the Lego. Uh, yeah. I had one. My my pride and joy was a uh, just uh, Lego Marvel superheroes uh, battling, fighting it off. So, oh, really? Yeah. What was the storyline there? Uh, it was about 10 seconds long. There wasn't really yeah. a story. Yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So why, I mean, I guess, so what were you just like, uh, taking pictures with that and then putting it into like mm -hmm. video? Yeah. I had, um, I, it, I don't know. I don't remember the name of it, but it was, it was like a stop motion app on, yeah. uh, my iPad. So you'd take it you'd take the picture and then it'd have like, a um, Oh, well, you'd you'd take a picture and then you'd be able to see the previous frame mm -hmm. just with the lowered opacity, so you could just go frame by frame. Yeah, yeah. Just take, I'd spend like it, it would take like five six hours to do that. 
yeah. second video. You know, I was there all day. Yeah. But you were into it though. I yeah. was into it. Yeah. I loved it for the like three videos that I made, but yeah, that's where it, that's where, that's it, all where it all started. So, um, then like, I guess, when did you like start to pick up the camera again or, or I guess edit some stuff or. Yeah. So, I mean, I had that little hobby as a kid and in high school I was interested in photography mainly. Um, but I didn't have my own camera, but I had buddies who did. So I kind of hung around with them, learned a little bit, uh, through their equipment. And then I didn't really touch it again until sophomore year of college. Mm -hmm. I had a camera that I'd never used and I had gotten really into, uh, the gym and fitness, personal fitness. And, uh, that's when I think just fitness influencers were really starting to take off on Pop like off, yeah. TikTok and social and uh, Instagram. Um, so I had, I had wanted to start filming my content. So I had this camera that I didn't even like know how to use. And I yeah. just started, started propping it up in the gym and making <coughs> little, making little trendy working yeah, out the basic, fitness, the basic fitness edits. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just throw And the funny thing is too, is I didn't even like use, um, iMovie for that. I had actually, it was really tedious, but I had, I would color grade, color grade. I'd like color correct all my videos in like iPhoto. Mm -hmm. And then I would just like trim the videos. It, it, it was like none of my, none of the cuts were ever like on beat. They were all yeah. slightly off. Cause yeah. I was just like, wait, you were editing them it. on the photo app. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That had yeah, to take so forever. It, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Was, and then you said, all right, I'm going to get premiere. And then, no, well, then I, so, and then I got into photography. So I, I had done the fitness videos for like maybe a month or so. Summer came around. I started getting out and shooting more. And I didn't actually start making videos until I had gotten the job with St. Thomas mm -hmm. to start uh, doing live production and shooting some content so my first that's when i actually started learning Premiere. Is when i started that job actually how'd you get the job then you lie <laughs> no i didn't know i didn't lie i mean i i kind of okay no i <laughs> well, didn't know like, i didn't know how to use premiere slightly yeah. but i mean it was like just a couple yeah. short tiktoks nothing nothing advanced i hadn't made anything over like a 20 second long video and i had known i had met um nate schneiderhan mm -hmm. and he had connected me with uh, the athletic director and yeah, I got the job. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it was, it was wild. And wait, so did you immediately start shooting then like for athletics? Like no, with your own camera or what, what was the, so we started out just mainly, uh, learning the ropes with the live production there. Mm -hmm. My boss was a little bit hesitant to let me start. Cause I guess he, the work I had wasn't the, best you know mm -hmm. so i think he was a little nervous to have me on a game but i started with the uh cross country they had a it was like the roy gryak invitational whatever yeah whatever yeah and um videographer wasn't able to make it so my boss had me go and film it and that video you've seen it it was pretty terrible but that was uh, i spent like probably like eight hours yeah on that video that was really trashy but that was the first time i ever got out to shoot and then i didn't or to shoot a sports content and mm. i didn't do it again until i think some 
some hockey games like months later. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it was. It definitely didn't start out with me getting that opportunity very regularly. Yeah. No. Well, you kind of got the call up there. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> we got this kid. We'll throw him in. See yeah, what happens. Exactly. Yeah. I was th- thrown into the fire, which I think that's the best way to, you know, only way to learn. That's the only Throwing way to learn. The fire. And yeah, whether or not you can you know, handle something. Yeah. That's a great test of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. If you can get past the wolves or not. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. You can survive in the pits. So. Yeah. Yeah. So back to like the, the gym videos, like, yes, what, what was the idea there? Were you, were you just trying to, were you like, all right, I'm going to get huge. Let's start doing videos too. Like, or you were trying to really focus more on video stuff, I guess. I was trying to be, a fitness influencer. Yeah. That was the goal. <laughs> that was what inspired you? What got you there? I mean, at the time, I guess the gym was like the only thing that I'd really say was maybe like a passion or a real interest. Mm-hmm. Um so and I've never really wanted to do any kind of corporate work. I, I know that, you know, a typical nine to five, nothing against that, but has never been my calling. Yeah. So I saw it as an opportunity to maybe like um, make something, make some kind of, I don't even know, whatever yeah, off like of something that I'm interested media, yeah. in. Yeah. Like build a personal brand or. Yeah. Well, it's a huge step to take to like start posting videos like that because it was. Cause you're like, it's a mental game. Like it's, it's tough. Cause you're thinking like, all right, I'm going to lose some followers here. Like some, some people are going to call me, you know? Yeah, it was Jim bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely lost. Yeah. It was, it was a battle or not a battle. Um, it was, there was, there was a lot of, I guess, stress when I had posted that first gym video, because I mean, there's a lot of people who will see that kind of stuff and be like, Oh, who does look at this douche, you know? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like of course, yeah. who does he think he is? And I definitely lost a couple hundred <laughs> Instagram followers. And, um, but that, I mean, yeah, that, that was a huge step for me to take posting that. Cause that was, that was difficult. And like having my camera out at the gym, it was so nerve wracking at yeah. first. Cause very few people do it. So as soon as you take it out, you know, everyone's looking. everyone's like, who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. Do you kind of feel the need like, all right, now I got to put another plate on type thing. Mm. You you can say no on. Here. No, I don't. Th- <laughs> I, I was never I was never doing putting up any impressive numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't even that big. So that's just like the funny thing, I guess. I, I will say the the one thing I definitely did. <laughs> in hopes of like fitting into this persona of a gym, of a gym influencer. influencer yeah yeah i like tried to start um doing like posing you know because i don't know like bodybuilding like poses the, yeah kind of yeah thing. yeah and i'd never taken the time to learn how to do it properly so it was always like really awkward you know kind of just like guessing as i'm like doing it and yeah i even took off my shirt a couple times which that was really embarrassing <laughs> And looking back, that was yeah. like, why did I do that? Well, uh, hey, man, your confidence was through the roof at this time, it sounds like. Yeah, well, I mean, going through that, you know, I, I don't necessarily look back on that period fondly just because it was kind of like it was 
it was you know it was it was a little cringy mm -hmm. but it was definitely something that i had to go through to then really be able to start doing what i'm doing now you know yeah. getting over the fear of what other people think about me if i post and lose some followers or don't get as much likes as the previous one who cares you know yeah so for sure it was definitely um very important process for me to go through yeah well and now you're putting up a bunch of stuff on your instagram like i mean uh, every one of your posts is a video now essentially pretty right? much yeah. yeah so and then like even that short uh scene you did the scene recreation yes like and that was a different direction too like you had only posted um sports stuff mm. from that point so like I mean, I feel like it's finding that confidence type thing, you know? Yeah. Like kind of taking that step because it is hard for sure. Oh, it is. It is very hard. I mean, yeah, my page is definitely has a whole it's all over the place, you know? Yeah. And I've never I've never liked the idea of, you know, really like finding a niche or uh -huh. like sticking to this one type of, you know, content i guess like oh you're a sports videographer oh you're a short filmmaker whatever mm -hmm. you know so it's like i want to be able to film sports and then a week later post a short film whatever or you know maybe stream a video game you know it's like i want to i want to do whatever i want to do and not be put into like a box by society <laughs> yeah, yeah society man. society oh, dude but um sorry go no no so like i guess that those those gym videos like do you look back on that and like see the see the good and the bad out of it like now and like i guess looking back at it how has doing that taking that step help you to like where you're what you're doing now in terms of like mm -hmm. posting more and and even on like the editing side or like learning how to shoot. Yeah. I mean, I definitely see the good and the bad when I look back on it, you know, mm -hmm. there are things that parts of it that I don't, you know, remember as fondly. And then other parts that were like good, like for example, you know, I may not have be the most proud of the content that I made back then, but it got me to, pick up my camera and use my camera that had been sitting in my closet for ages. Yeah. So, I mean, even if, even if that, you know, dream or idea, uh, was never meant to, you know, work out, it was kind of like, it, it just like brought me back to what I was like meant to meant do. To do yeah. You know? And it's like at the time, I was just super interested in the gym. So anything involving the gym, I was also like really interested in. Yeah. So, you know, I probably would never have picked up the camera for any other reason. Yeah. So. Um, it's crazy. Like when things like that happen, like this, those one decisions that one, like screw right. it, I'm going to bring my camera to the gym yeah. like, and, and clip it up. Like can lead to like, I guess like a whole new road, mm. you know what I mean? Cause I feel like with my, with my stuff, like I've always wanted to do like this podcast and stuff. I've always wanted to do a podcast and cause I think, you know, I've, you know, I've always thought I'm you know good at talking or whatever, you know, I don't know. Which you I, are. <laughs> I try my best. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it's crazy. You just have to do it. And now I'm kind of forced to keep going. 
you mm. know what i mean and so like having that kind of force like you posted that one gym video you can't just leave it at one right yeah and then like then you decided okay i don't want to do the gym videos anymore but it got you back there you know what i mean like it is crazy how like one decision can change everything like a path you know yeah, what i mean it sounds everything. really cheesy no but, but it's true it is yeah it's true no so now um i guess what were the steps then uh, you mentioned it you it the summer started from the gym videos and then um you did the crop or the track video um so then i guess from that first track video you know and then getting into shooting more how did you you know learn all the you know editing and and shooting and stuff like that was that just youtube videos or youtube university yeah it was it was a lot of trial and error um sometimes spend like one to two hours extra on a video just to figure out how to do one thing Mm -hmm. you know so it's um yeah just learning through putting in the reps and um yeah i i've i've consumed a lot of tutorials yeah yeah <laughs> from youtube so yeah uh, we were talking about about it yesterday about um like or i guess you were just like showing me people who you follow yes. so like i guess well sort of you know with the gym stuff you saw other people doing things a certain way i guess how has following different people like how does that help you with with um choosing how to like stylize your videos and stuff like that um, Do you ever like watch a video and, and say like, oh, I'm going to take, take that from them kind of thing? Yeah. Like not to, like yeah, steal. Yeah, yeah. You no. Know, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, I'm going to butcher the, the quote or something. There's this like book, uh, like how to steal like an artist or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And there's, you take like one or two things from people that people who are already doing it kind of thing. And then incorporate that into your own work and make it your own. So, I mean, I don't know if. There has ever been um, like a sports videographer or sports creator in particular that I've really taken yeah. much inspiration from. Um, I did show you um, one. Uh, his name is like Noah. Noah the Boa, I think is his Instagram handle, and he's a, a content creator and sports videographer for. Um, the Tennessee Vols. Yeah. And his approach is much more, um, his, his edits are a lot more like, I know the word cinematic, it's thrown around a lot. Um, but it, his, his work does seem to be a lot more like artistic and focusing more on just the beauty in, uh, the shots that he captures instead of some, you know, banger hype edits. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, stuff like that, or, I mean, uh, Peter McKinnon is a big one mm-hmm. who I've followed since that dude had a couple hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, mm-hmm. but now he's like way over uh, five million, and he's he's pretty insane. And his something I've also taken from him. Um, I'm working on a a Utah vlog. I've mm-hmm. vlogged my spring break trip, and his style is very much like vlogs. You know, his videos have the vlog aspect, all the fun behind the scenes, moments with friends, and then you mix in all these banger shots that look gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And then overall, he has this like voiceover message that he's the story that he's telling with the video. So, I mean, that's something I'm really trying to do with it. Um, 
And I think just in general, following a lot of people who are already like have made their careers mm -hmm. in this space, it's always a constant reminder every time I open up my social media to like keep going, you know, it's like, I mean, it is motivating. It's motivating. You know, it's like, you got to just keep grinding. Like I, I can't, I can't slow down right now. Yeah. You know? I got to keep going. And well, it's like motivating both in a way where it's like, this is really cool. I want to do something as cool as this and motivating in a way. Like I want to be better than this person kind of thing. Mm. Like, I are like, I want to be able to do that, but I think I could do it better. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I've always tried to like, push myself or whatever yeah. you know like yeah i want to be better than the next guy we got your roommate coming down ashish um <laughs> um but yeah no um yeah that's that's how i've always looked at it um so i guess how would you describe your like style um to someone who's never seen one of your videos <laughs> i've never um i don't think described my style yeah. with words before so i don't know if i i don't know if i totally have an answer to that i guess when you go to a game um or you know to shoot a short film for like that matter like what do you have in your head throughout the process like mm. what are you thinking about as you film and then bring it back to your editing well, when it comes to shooting, um, one thing that I always try to do is to, I mean, I don't always do this well, but to try and compose my shots um, as if they were photos. You know, you want to be able to stop a clip at any point and have it look like it was the photograph that was taken, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so really just trying to focus more on just the shots that I'm capturing and then I've really been um i mean this isn't like a personal style or anything but i've really been trying to play into like sound effects um more in my videos to really just like i guess like create an experience with my videos and for the people who watch them and um so yeah i don't know if that really yeah no question, no i mean but. yeah for sure um i think what you you do really well is the sound effects i mean that I, I I don't know if a lot of other people do that really, especially for, for sports type mm. stuff. Um like adding the dribbles on on each time it hits the court. Mm -hmm. Like I mean, I feel like you see some like swish like sound effects or you hear some swish sound effects in, in video editing, but it seems like you do like a lot. Like you add the shoe squeaks and everything too. Like mm. What, like where did that come from did you get that from someone else or like yeah i did yeah. so over january this is so most of my learning has come from um youtube but over january i took a filmmaking like a sports filmmaking like master class thing mm -hmm. um i followed this guy on instagram he goes by b figgy and he's the video producer for the lakers and he loves to teach so he has a filmmaking course that's awesome and it's um you know, a bunch of like videos, premium videos. And then he had uh, like coaching classes for like six weeks. And one of the things that he really um, talked about and played into was like sound effects in his videos as well. Just really try and like create that experience. So the sound effects that I use for sports in particular, um, 
their uh, sound pack that I bought from him mm-hmm. um, that he recorded himself. So, yeah, that's where I got that from. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like it adds a much like much more to the video and it's like such a little thing Mm -hmm. that people don't even think about like i guarantee you no one like only 10 people are noticing that in a video or at least like knowing that you went through and edited it but i feel like because it makes sense with the video the normal person's gonna watch it and it's just like oh that's that's how it was recorded yeah and it really makes it kind of like you shot it not at a jam-packed arena, of course, that the St. Thomas fans oftentimes bring. Huge. Oh, huge, yeah. Huge we turn fans. up. We, we turn, turn up, up we for turn the up. fans. Um, we do not. But no, <laughs> uh, but, um, no uh, I feel like it adds it adds so much more. And I, I have always thought that was really impressive, too, because it's, it's a lot of extra work to do. But that detail is super important. Um, so I guess why do you take that extra step like is it a a perfectionist type thing in you maybe would you call yourself a perfectionist i don't know um i definitely yeah i don't know if i'd call myself a perfectionist but i believe that you know anything worth doing is worth doing right you know Mm -hmm. i don't want to ever give below 100 percent of effort into any of my work you know it's i always want to be putting out better stuff i'm always trying to you know one up the previous video and i don't ever want to put out mediocre content Content, you know i I just i just don't i just don't want that so i don't know if it's me being a perfectionist or what but i mean i watch my videos over and over again before they're ever put out so yeah yeah no, um, so I guess in the in editing, what is like your vibe? Like, what do you what do you have going on as you're going through a video? Are you like fully zoned in? What what would you say is going through your head through mm. you know those hours? Yeah, yeah. Well, so typically, if I'm not if I'm editing a sports video or anything that the native audio that was recorded doesn't really matter then i'll be listening to music usually as i'm like pulling selects Mm -hmm. um i kind of try to you i I usually listen to some kind of music that like fits the vibe i'm going for with the edit to try and like Mm -hmm. get my head into the space before i start you know composing it all and then once i have all the clips that i want to use um then i find a song and then i get to work and then once i'm working on it i'm locked in yeah but you're cooking up we're cooking up cooking in the kitchen cooking in the lab um no i i yeah yeah i feel like everyone's got their own like specific zone kind of um so i guess could you like explain that process of video editing for people who i guess don't know i mean people who are watching this probably don't you know Mm. not a lot of them are using premiere i guess um or at least hopefully not a lot of them are right yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just don't don't want a bunch of video nerds watching yeah. this um well maybe i do maybe. um but yeah i guess what's that like i guess your setup try to explain it for someone who doesn't know anything my setup like your your um 
how you go about editing a video, like logging footage, like picking shots and everything. Yeah. So I've yet to properly log my footage. <laughs> I just kind of, yeah. I don't know. I, I know from the thumbnail you, I, I, I watch everything through when I upload the footage and then, you know, I just know which clip is which kind of thing. So I don't ever, I mean, it's probably for the long run, I should probably really log my footage, but we're going to, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll day, start doing that. Maybe. Hopefully our professor is not watching. Oh, uh, hopefully, hopefully not. Yeah. D- Dr. Greg. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, turn this off. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, let's see the process. Yeah. Upload the footage, get, get into the zone, start pulling some selects. Um, and then, find the sometimes it can take a long time to find a song i mean yeah when you're searching through like non-copyright music it's, it's tough it's tough it's, it's tough. tough and it's i really mean hard. there are some videos that i made for st thomas that i should have spent more time picking the song because they weren't necessarily the best you know because yeah. like some of them you can find good ones but a lot of them have that like um non-copyright feel mm-hmm. to it but um, find the song and then I'll usually play through the song uh, a couple of times and then start marking where I want cuts mm-hmm. in the in the edit um, and so you mark points in the song I'm, I mark points in the song so like beat drops that I'm gonna um, cut cut between the shots and I mean, uh, that can take a little bit because I've, I've started to be really particular about making sure that it's like each marker is like one. What I learned in the filmmaking masterclass is you want the cut to be um, like one frame before the you can hear the sound of the beat drop. So I'm like going back and forth like. Oh, like L- where listening to yeah. listening to the different like fluctuations, I guess, mm-hmm. in the song, because that way when you cut, you'll like see the cut at the same time that you hear, because you know you're always kind of hear mm-hmm. your your mind registers sound before like visual. So if you have it cut directly, like when the beat's happening, you know it'll still feel off. So you want the footage to like kind of land at the same time. That really, I didn't even you, think of that. Yeah, it the same time that you hear the beat drop so we'll go through and do that and often i'll like <laughs> i'll mark almost i'll i'll make too many markers i'll like yeah. go through every like every, every time every time yeah. there's a beat beat drop whatever and then i'll often go through and like get rid of a bunch of them because i'll realize i don't have enough clips or something like that yeah um and then after we do that start constructing it usually find some kind of clip to start her off and then we just like go with the flow of events so with sports i get a lot of pregame uh like warming up footage mm-hmm. maybe they're shooting um yeah they're warming up warming up at the hoop and um you know there's a lot of cool stuff that you can get in pregame because you know the in-game footage it's it's like a dice roll. You don't know if you're going to get something sick or not, and you don't really yeah. have control over anything, but you have total control when they're warming up pretty much. Mm-hmm. Guys are showing off a little bit. Guys are showing off. You know, they're always, yeah, they they always like, 
yeah they always practice some cool dunks beforehand and then never yeah. show out and then game. of course it yeah it never so, happens yeah um so yeah we like to get a lot of b-roll um and i mean i've done this in a couple of my um recent sports videos but to find some kind of uh find a clip from the warming up warm-up sequence to then like match cut into the game or something like that yeah yeah uh that can all that can be fun to mix it up but otherwise then i'll get like the tip off and then um just pick out the best shots from the game or mm-hmm. the key moments and then uh try to find some kind of shot to like you know let the viewer know that it's it's over kind of thing some kind of end of game celebration or yeah. something like that the hug or whatever the hug yeah or, or dapping each other dapping each other yeah, up yeah. or something like that um and then after we do that uh i usually will then color correct a little bit um not a whole lot just because you know you're sh- i'm shooting in a standard color profile when i do sports yeah. so there's only so much you can do before the footage kind of breaks up a little bit um yeah that's and then i watch it over over and over and over again and then i'll have like things that stick out to me like oh that should be different i should yeah change that or i should cut that yeah do you um, have people want other like you show to your friends before too like, um get a fresh set of eyes on it sometimes not anymore though i don't think not because i think i've developed a pretty pretty good uh like eye for it mm-hmm. in a sense and i think a lot of people will just tell me it looks good and that's true I, f- I feel the same way yeah it's like that damn cross-country video i showed it to ashish my roommate and he said it looked great and then gave a couple suggestions on things to change and then a couple months later we were recollecting about it and he said it was terrible and he never told he never told (laughs) me that you you know so it's like fake friend yeah uh, honestly honestly um no yeah i think i've just developed a good enough eye for it now where i don't i trust my own judgment over um someone who doesn't know anything about yeah video stuff yeah those so. idiots well because they'll also not yeah no they, they'll also just not notice the small things that people like you and i will notice yeah of you course know? so you were mentioning with your previous podcast episode <laughs> the audio was off yeah and to the average viewer they may not notice these things yeah audio maybe but um now they all know now so, now everyone yeah. knows hey the audio sucked the audio is terrible one. don't go watch it um well you know you can still watch it <laughs> good episode um but now we fixed the audio yes things are better are lovely mics gorgeous lovely mics. microphones um so what's the most frustrated you've been when editing a video um that's a, that's a good question i've definitely had I'm i've had my moments too. i've had moments too man um sometimes you just gotta yell gotta let it out yeah let's take a walk take a walk i should do that um it's starting to get nice outside so it'll be more that's true that is true good walking weather while frustrated yeah i'm not gonna freeze my butt off outside um you know i i don't i don't know to be quite honest yeah i think there's sometimes with um when I make this, you know, I shoot everything horizontally and then crop vertically and I like to follow the subject. So I'm moving the, moving the frame back and forth to follow them, to track them. And sometimes it's like painstakingly difficult. Yeah. You know, it's like, or it used to be, now I learned how to do it smoothly. Um, I used to 
keyframe every frame and track them and fix it mm -hmm. and it would take like half an hour per shot per clip to track them i mean it was a huge waste of time but uh that'd be frustrating sometimes because then it like since i was doing it every frame sometimes it would like go backwards Goes, yeah and you have to totally like command z like yeah dude. oh dude command z is command z saved is, my life i love so that is, often command z is the greatest gift it really is it really is i will oh there was oh, i'm trying to recall there was something recently this past week that was i think really frustrating oh i was like deciding between whether or not i liked to liked something in the edit or not and i was you know command z and back and forth and then i did something differently and then i lost all the all, <laughs> all the redos and that was frustrating so yeah command z can't save that command z can't save that yeah no um i think it's funny that you don't like have an exact answer because i don't know if you've ever heard our professor say this um that like you have to have a short-term memory mm. and i feel like he's so he is right about it because i i, I have, definitely have a short-term memory yeah oh i just have a short-term memory in general <laughs> no, that's what i'm but, saying yeah general, like my, my memory is yeah my memory is awful <laughs> it's not I what it used have, to be no yeah i have the worst memory ever um but no like i i have had so many videos where i've been like aggravated as hell editing mm. them and like but i can't really remember that anymore now i look back at the video i'm like yeah that's all right you know yeah. it's decent yeah, um, I know there were times. I can't totally recall them. No, yeah. Which is probably good. <laughs> it is good. It is good. No, there's definitely been times where I've actually, like, yelled, like, at myself or the computer, you mm. know, because that'll help. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll that'll fix the edit, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, soon, once they have, like, AI, like... Uh, I mean, yeah, they're already listening to us. You know, eventually yeah, know. they'll be able to actually do it. So. I know. Yeah, hey, edit the podcast for me and yeah, you're going to listen to me. For real. <laughs> um, no, I, I think that's funny. What's, what's your favorite video you've ever made? it's mm. another tough one because some of some of them have been like the content that i put out that isn't a sports video can be really fun to shoot yeah um like when i had done i had recreated a scene from american psycho the hip to be square scene and that was for my filmmaking class actually mm -hmm. that was like a homework assignment for the master class and that was a lot of fun to shoot i shot it with my roommate joe mm -hmm. it took a couple hours but it was it was a lot of fun to recreate that and just have i mean it's so much different than the stuff i had been putting out yeah it was really cool to have that video um i had a i think my best sports video was probably against i think it was against uh south dakota state or basketball yeah i think so it was a basketball maybe it was against whatever they're like jackrabbits or yeah south dakota state south dakota yeah, state yeah. yeah that one i think it was the best storytelling i had done in um like recap yeah is that the one with the macklemore song playing Glor yeah, 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 sing it. <laughs> <laughs> <Glorious>. <laughs> <Got the mics. laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that is that one. Uh -huh. Um, that one is you know, I had a clear, Today's clear beginning and series of events, yeah. Um, so I was happy with that one. A lot of my other ones right now have just kind of been like really short, little yeah. stuff, but.
what do you think that like that line is between or I guess how do you decide if you want something to be like shorter or longer is that just based on like how many shots you get mm. or what you have um I don't know it depends I think so I think it depends what it's for like if it's strictly like meant to be a recap video of the game yeah then it's gonna be a little bit longer but i mean sometimes i'll have a week where it's like i gotta put something out this week and yeah. then i'll just go and make some kind of like just a collection of cool shots from the basketball game or the hockey mm-hmm. game you know like i had one uh i forget who it was with but it was just a, like cool audio in the beginning and it had a like pretty dope match cut between him warming up and then him actually dunking in the game and that was just like 15 seconds long yeah i love that i definitely yeah, yeah i was really a lot of people did i thought i did a good job on that one i think but um like in that case it's like i just had to put something out yeah so yeah i just like went through all the shots again and i was like what can i make pretty much well i noticed like i guess for some games you will do the full recap game mm-hmm. like what you're you do for saint thomas um for the you know social media page and stuff and then you take clips, short clips from it, and post on your own. Mm. I guess, did you just do that when you have the time, or, or is it still that like I need to put something out? Um, I definitely during the season. I mean, so I'd have the recap videos, and whenever St. Thomas would post them, I would post it as well. I post like the same video because yeah. it's just like free content. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't I? And typically too. My boss would have the um, – they'd always requested the video be edited edited horizontally. Mm-hmm. And then they would always just crop it on their own kind of thing okay, for yeah. vertical. So I'd give them the video, and then I'd, like, go over it again and, like, make it better to post it on my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. To post it on my own. Really? I did not notice that. Yeah. So, I mean, like, this – like um, I went. <laughs> I hope went, the boss doesn't hear that one. Uh, yeah. Over the, well, I mean, no. I, d- I doubt he wants to pay me an extra two hours of work just for the sound of effects course. kind of yeah. thing. But yeah, it's like the South Dakota State basketball game. I had kind of went off. That was like one of the first um, sports videos I made where I like really went off on the sound effects. You and, snapped. Um, huh? You snapped. I snapped. Yeah. Snapped, yeah. Um, I really spent a lot of time working with working with it and the video they had posted did not have any of the sound effects that I had put in that one. Cause really? I, they needed a video. So I just sent it when it was like roughly finished. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and I tracked it for my own vertical um, framing. And then I added all the sound effects and I think I even changed one or two things, but yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. I'm really particular about not the type of content that goes on my Instagram, but I mean, how good it is, you know? Yeah. Well, you want it to be, I want it to be as, yeah, as good as it can be. Yeah. Do you have that? Um, I guess pressure almost now to post more on your own Instagram or social medias. Mm, I don't know. I mean, so with the sports seasons kind of being over, I'm in this like weird stage of like, what's the next step kind of thing. What's the next because I'm not really going to be doing much sports stuff at all, probably over well, the yeah. summer. Unless summer, I mean, there's a possibility baseball. with like a football camp thing. Mm-hmm. That's something else. But um, it's really I feel like I've been really challenged now 
to come up with new things to start, you know, posting. And I've started making some more like educational kind of content on YouTube. Yeah. I really want to start posting there. So a lot of my stuff going forward is probably going to be repurposed footage or repurposed clips from those YouTube videos, Mm -hmm. um, as well as maybe some short film stuff. So I definitely still feel like the need to be posting something Mm -hmm. like tomorrow. I'm probably going to edit up another one of the clips from that YouTube video. Um, it's called five things I wish I knew when I started videography, go watch it. That's Sherfy. Anyways, very, um, uh, informative. Yes. Very, it's very, uh, cause it's like, dude, it's the, the algorithms on social media are so damn confusing and, and they're annoying too. They're annoying. <laughs> they're they're so like, annoying. They make they're it so annoying. I remember it's like first, first, uh, video. So when I had started shooting for St. Thomas, a lot of the stuff I, I, I didn't start making the clips until like I'd already filmed a couple basketball yeah. games or not making the clips, making the videos and like posting them. Cause that's, that's kind of when I decided that I wanted to be like known for my work. You mm-hmm. know, I want people to recognize my work and like know that. Well, yeah, you I'm put the like Sherfy like the video lo- guy. Yeah. Logo. The sh- yeah. Logo. You know, it's like, I wanted to start building this personal brand for myself. Mm-hmm. And that first basketball video I put up, I mean, I I was so nervous about that one too because then I like tagged all the players and I was like, yeah, they're gonna know who I am. So like, I don't want to mess this up, kind of thing. It's gotta look good. But that one, the first sports video I posted, it had gotten like twenty thousand views. Really? Yeah, and like a thousand likes. So like nothing crazy, but I mean, my average is like two hundred, three hundred. Yeah, it did so well. It, it was good. I was like, oh, this is sick. I was like nowhere to go but up yeah, from yeah, here yeah. and the next video is like 100 likes yeah. and like 2000 views and i was like the fuck happened you know yeah so it's like it's so uh, it's so inconsistent and there are all these people on the internet who you know claim to have the key the strategies they know what they're to, doing you know yeah. how often you gotta post and yeah. what you gotta post to it's all a bunch of bs i mean very few it people really like is. if you actually know if you actually figured it out, you're probably not going to share it with a lot of people. So they're always just re- like rephrasing the same stuff. So, I mean, I definitely, you know, I'm trying to post at least once a week. I'd like to start now that I have the YouTube content. I want to start posting like every other day. Usually mm-hmm. the goal yeah. is to like try and to get to that point, get to that yeah. point where I'm like making a YouTube video, <clears throat> maybe like at once a week, every other at, at like the longest or um, at a minimum. And then I can break that up and have an every other day kind of post. Cause I, I, I really want to start growing, but I mean, some people suggest like posting daily and that's just not sustainable. No, you know, it's not at all. Not at all. And well, you see people burn out from it too. People like, burn out so easily. And you know, I know you get better with the amount of, with the quantity of stuff you produce and it's like that's kind of the method i have been using for a while but now that i've like gotten all the basics down and like have started to get better i really have started putting more effort into the quality of my work and i don't want to i it's just not yeah it's just not possible for me to be posting daily and i feel like it's not even worth it really it's not worth it like i mean i guess if you're doing like tiktok video like i like if you weren't if you weren't doing something that is supposed to look really refined, then sure, right? But I don't know. It's not 
and it's not easy either. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to post every other day or everything. It's hard to post once a week. You know what I mean? It like is. you and and make it worthwhile. You know. So, um, you talked about the YouTube starting up the YouTube. You got one video out. Yes. What? Yes, yes, yes. What was the motivation behind that? You're, yeah. you're doing like instructional videos, I guess. Yeah. Or, I guess that kind of, yeah, it, it was instructional, I guess, or like starting, or whatever like you call that yeah. educational, yeah. whatever informative. Um, so the thought process behind that, I mean, I've read a lot about, or I, I've spent some time trying to figure out how to really grow personal brand. You know, it's like, I can make some really dope videos, sports videos, whatever, mm-hmm. and, you know, make it a lot of likes but it may not get a lot of people like following or like actually caring about who I am and like the stuff that I'm doing, you know? Yeah. If you post up a vlog, people are only going to really want to watch it if they care about you for some reason. Yeah. And the best way to really build like a community almost or like an audience is to like give them something, you know, mm-hmm. and not just like try to get from them. And the best way to do that is, you know, give them value with like educational content and like tutorials and, I mean, I also have had experiences with a lot of people on the internet where, you know, I see them do something really cool and I'll like reach out and like ask a question. Yeah. I'm sure they get it a lot from a lot of people. So that's probably where this comes from. But there are a lot of people who like gatekeep or like sarcastically respond to you, you know? And then there was like the dude, like B Figgy, my coach who, I mean, before I had even joined the course, he was like, he like answers all his dms and like always that's awesome because it's like you know why not give back you know why not build a community so that's the main reason why i wanted to start putting out that kind of content and youtube still remains is like the number one as far as like building a career off of social media youtube is still king yeah that's yeah it's it's harder and takes a long time but if you were to successfully build a personal brand on there you'll get paid the most and that's usually that's, when you'll yeah. get like brand sponsors and they pay more for yeah. AdSense. So, yeah. So, yeah. No. So, um, I guess what's, what's next on that front as well as I guess in the future, just what's, what's next? Like what, what are the, There's what are the lot. plans? What are you going to try to, what are you trying to do? A lot of things. Yeah. Um, I mean, so the big thing that I'm trying to work on right now is, really getting the freelance game rolling uh-huh. um because i mean no matter how good you are like there's there's a lot of starving artists out there and i don't want to be a star- there are people who aren't you know there are people who are not the best out there their content's maybe kind of mediocre but they're making way more than the actual talented people because yeah. they understand the business side of things yeah so that's what i'm really trying to do right now is start building like a small business for myself essentially and I mean, I have plans to try and shoot content with local brands or local companies, uh, small businesses and like manage social media. So, I mean, it's going to be a lot of different sources of income. We're going to be doing social media management um, free. I'd like to freelance edit for some YouTubers. Yeah. We've been in, in contact with a few right now. I mean, I just applied for to be on uh, somebody's. Uh, there's this wedding. I don't know her. I don't remember her name, but she's a celebrity wedding videographer. Mm-hmm. So trying to be on her team. And then as far as content, you know, putting out the YouTube tutorials and then 
um i have hopes to try and make some more like short not short films but like almost like short scenes kind of thing yeah because really really learn how to properly tell an engaging story you know so because that that's i mean that's that's everything yeah at the end of the day at the end of the day you're you're trying to tell a story and it's like yeah you may have no matter how cool your footage is or what you're capturing if you're not telling an engaging story no one's gonna watch it so it doesn't matter um so those are the plans i also this is this is a total long shot but it something i would like to do is to hopefully build a big enough social media following or like personal brand Mm -hmm. where i by the end of the summer where i can get a um media pass for uh the vegas grand prix the f1 race oh yeah when that comes out i'd like to go i'd like to go shoot that i think that'd be sick that would be so cool um you know that's you gotta build up to that we're we're we're, we're working on that yeah. you know that's yeah. what we're trying to <laughs> start do right putting now. out all of a sudden sherp's maybe posting I, every maybe day maybe i do have to post maybe twice twice a day three twice times a day. a day yeah 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 uh we'll start reposting stuff maybe yeah um yeah get get that um what the lego uh stop the motion light, yeah. video Might have to bring it back again slap some color correction on it exactly well that's another thing too that i have hopes of learning because i i'm always trying to like learn stuff new stuff yeah i actually haven't really t- this is this is you know in the on works, the DL, in yeah. the works, been on the DL because I don't want to get anyone else, you know, to try and get on it before me. Well, there are a lot of people who have already gotten on it, but like FPV drones, mm-hmm. I've started learning um, how to fly. They're fun. They're really difficult, but there's a whole, I mean, that would open so many doors with, they're really big right now in like film and commercials, like car commercials specifically. Drones everywhere. Drones. And yeah, it's, they're starting to be used in like action movies now and so there's so much opportunity there. Um, I'm just trying to really learn as many valuable skills as I can. Mm-hmm. So there's the FPV drones. I'd also like to start learning how to do uh, like animation, like 2D animation. I have some really sick ideas for. That would be super cool. Like yeah, like so I I like to watch some anime. Uh-huh. I'm getting back into it. I used to be really big into it, but yeah, um, like I have ideas. <clears throat> excuse me for. Um, like incorporating animation into my videos, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if that you've ever seen any of those, but super cool. Um, where they're like a mix of something filmed in the real world and then something that you created yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be another long learning Long-term, curve, but yeah. going to pay off too. So, yeah. I mean, it's all about like just trying to take the next steps, right? Like yeah. building up what you want to do too. Yeah. And like I, what I love is, is finding, like I've tr- started to learn after effects a little bit, mm-hmm. still not good at mm-hmm. it at all, but because that program's hard, hard to learn. I will not lie. It's a whole nother beast, but it's, a, it is a beast and it, it really is. is a beast, but seeing it, like being able to be like, Oh, I can now do this kind of, or mm-hmm. like have an idea and be like, dang, like, ah, oh, like, you know, before it'd be like, I can't, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. It's not an option or it's not an option or it, it would take too long. Now it's like, okay, I can throw it in there and it's still going to take a long time, mm-hmm. but I know it a little bit and it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's super dope. And it sounds like that's like the, the style or yeah. like the, the path you're trying to yeah. take. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you like, I think I'm a pretty decently creative person. 
but you know, <laughs> I'd hope so. I'd hope yeah. so. I hope so. Um, but it's like, you know, our biggest limitations are like technical skills. Yeah. You can have all these cool ideas, but if you can't, can't make any of them, you know, they're not going to never be seen. So it's like learning how to fly FPV drones or learning how to animate. That'll just open so many more doors for the kind of stuff that I can create and i'm really excited i'm i'm really excited yeah it it gets you geeked a little bit a little bit it's like ooh, you know it's like i'm excited to go through the learning process again you know yeah yeah i mean it'll take a while but like yeah it's yeah i i'm at the point with video editing uh it's just like on premiere um where it's like yeah i'm not i'm not a master but i know my way around i know what i'm doing so it's like I've gotten around that learning curve where it's like I learned how to do it and now it's like mastering that. But now I want to like, I want to constantly be pushing myself to learn new things mm-hmm. and um, just always expanding my skill set. Yeah, so that's the only way to do it. So, yeah, exactly. Um, you mentioned anime. What's your favorite anime? Um, so, my favorite would be Demon Slayer. I, uh-huh. as a, it's a really good one. Um, but, you know, I tried. I tried Naruto. I couldn't. I couldn't get through it. Really? Was, Ooh, that's well, gonna ruffle some feathers. I, I think. perhaps. I'm sorry. I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna try again. It's just so dialogue heavy that it was just really difficult to get through it. But we're gonna try again. I just started up um, Attack on Titan mm-hmm. as well. I know that was a really big, big one. Yeah, um, my roommate just finished it. I've he heard a lot of people say show. it was really good, and it. You know, it's it's good. It's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. I've. I think I was a little hesitant to watch it because I've heard people say i don't know they've said that it's like the best out well, there yeah and if I know you start you with that it'll like totally ruin it'll like leave this aftertaste where like nothing else hits the same yeah so i was like worried about that um but i don't think that's gonna be a problem no not at this point no. i feel like that's a thing too i feel like when people tell me they love something so much or like you hear something about a show or whatever so much you're like no nah, i don't want to watch it mm. you know mm. um I don't know. Actually, I guess I don't I don't know when I've done. I know I've done that. Like I was on the office when it was popular, you know, like I did Mm. do that thing, you know, and everything. But no, I want to start getting into watching anime because I know I'm going to like it. But it's always been that like, oh, like nerdy. You watch anime type thing. I think I've been like scared to do all the cool kids watch anime. What do you (laughs) I know? Right. I know. No. um, I definitely would recommend Demon Slayer. I know. I know I'm going to like it. I know I'm going to like it. That's a good one. Well, because like, it's so beautiful. I love things mm-hmm. that, well, I love things that are beautiful, you know, or like, <laughs> that like look super good and anime looks so cool. It does. It looks so it cool. It have you seen so the new good. Puss in Boots movie? I haven't. You have I know. to watch that movie. <laughs> I know. The new Puss in Boots movie. Everyone watch the new Puss in Boots movie. Gas. Not sponsored. It is like normal animation, but then it has anime like undertones throughout it but mostly in the fight scenes mm. and it just goes crazy puss in boots is also like my favorite animated character i love that he's hilarious mm. it sounds super i like heard dirty, it was really good I heard it you gotta really see it good. you gotta see it it's really good um you got a favorite all-time movie favorite all-time movie i gotta i don't have an all-time i have a couple favorites yeah um a big one is you know this is gonna i, I really like la la land i don't know if you've ever seen it I it's, have heard. Yeah, you know, it's like on the surface, people are probably assuming it's some chick flick, but the cinematography in that movie is like, it's it's good. It's just aren't there a, a it's lot of long a shots? Like, uh, there are yeah, there's some long shots, but it's just like 
oh, it's colored so well and yeah it's just a really good movie looks good it looks good it looks really good and um i also did musicals when i was a kid and oh. i used i used to yeah i used to be an aspiring <laughs> child actor um this isn't coming out anymore no no <laughs> oh, we're scrapping uh, this yeah no um so i've always i've always enjoyed some musicals some are annoying but, yeah you know um and it's not like really musical but it kind of is anyways uh, another good one i really like baby driver like, i've never seen it you've and never seen i it? have heard it's a banger it's a banger they i forget oh how did they do it they had wrote the story or like this the shot list of everything mm -hmm. with like the soundtrack everything is motivated by the soundtrack so like doors closing or everything literally everything it's just driven by the music and it's just such a dope movie that's a crazy premise i don't think i've ever heard of that yeah, well i mean maybe i i guess thinking about it maybe i don't know so is there music throughout the whole movie kind of there is a lot yeah because the like, main character his thing is like he has had an accident when he was a kid so he has like bad hearing or is like this constant ringing thing yeah so he's like always listening to me he has earbuds in like at all times kind of yeah. thing to drown it out so he's always listening to music when he's yeah you know running from the cops because mm -hmm. he's a getaway driver yeah so that's a good one well all right i gotta i gotta watch it um last question yes. what's one thing that inspires you to keep going or do more like whether it's a song movie uh a con another content creator you know it's a tough question but okay the thing that is constantly driving me to keep going is just a i always have this um you know i i hate to settle and i i believe that i have a lot of potential for i mean i, I believe everyone has a lot of potential and people make choices not to live out to their fullest potential and i don't want that to be me i want to live without regrets and uh i know that i'm called to do this so i don't want to you know fail i guess yeah and and you love it so i love keep going i love doing it so yeah i just i love it and you know i love the journey but you know also have that destination in mind and um, you know another thing too is like as far as the business side of things and trying to really become successful from this mm -hmm. um is like my so my family grew up or i grew up with um we didn't have a lot my family still struggles yeah. financially and so i feel like i have this potential to make my family's my parents lives easier you know mm -hmm. help them out and i think that's something that definitely keeps me always aiming for more you know aiming higher because like i want to become successful with this so that i can you know take care of them essentially financially you know like they've given they've made so many sacrifices in their life to raise me well and they they you know they made sacrifices with their work and you know their own desires and pursuits to raise 
me and my siblings really well. And, yeah. And yeah, the cost of that was ending up in just a lot of debt pretty much. So I definitely, that's definitely a big driving factor, you know, yeah. just to, to give back to them. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, that is, that is very good. And it's good that you found something that you love to do. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It does so John Scherf, follow him on Instagram every, or everything. On everything. What is Scherfie, the... S-H-E-R-F-I-E with an underscore, although no underscore on YouTube. There you go. He snagged it on YouTube. Yeah. Yes, I did. He was able to get it. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank you Appreciate for having it. me. And bid you adieu. Adieu. <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Beautiful.